Oh, yeah. What's the Islanders fans do whenever they score? Yes. 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 Woo. I feel like that would have been a nice thing to have like, pulled up. Nah. Because nah, I don't care what they actually do. Well, yeah, and then we got to... Quick turnaround oh. game against them on Saturday. It well, felt another one in between there though. So it felt so good to watch these guys. Be it back. did, and and that guy. Oh, that that feel good when that guy did that in the crowd. To Pustinen. Yeah, to Valtteri Pustinen. Oh, <laughs> woo! I, I mean, I get it. We were up six or five nothing at that point, I think, and then Pustinen celebrates like that. But I mean, he did score his first NHL goal, so I see both sides of it. 7 nothing route over the Islanders. Yes, sir. Let's go. Stillers win. Is it predictable with, with, the, with Tomlin? Because it's an AFC North team? We don't know. I don't... Whatever. They're still in it. Because it, no, that'll never end. But the Penguins, are they starting to get hot again? I think so. 5-1-1 I mean, one and one yeah. in their last seven. Yes, they dropped that game to Ottawa, but I mean, you got a point out of it. You got to overtime. You, you got to coming coming up. You're coming up on the halfway mark on the of the season, so you, you got to start getting those extra points and not giving the giving the way or giving it that one point away at all to some of these uh, in division teams. So, but so far, I, I like it. You're only four points out of second place, I think, in in the Metro. So, and I like this streak to continue because your own. Right here is going to be back Saturday. I was going to say, which streak? They've won one game in a row. Well, they're kind of hot. But either way, I'm back on Saturday, and it's going to feel good after they actually won. So, I mean, they have four games with a point, so I, I guess that's a, that's a streak. Point streak. Yeah, we got to get all the points we can in yes, this Metro, yeah. as you emphasized, and... Then, My presence historically has helped this team at the uh, games. So Saturday, you said Saturday, right? You, you're going. Yep. So that's against St. Louis. Correct. Yeah. Thirty. Yeah. Thirty-seven points. One point better than us at the moment. Um, I see Pavel Buchnevich is day to day as well. That uh, okay. Well, that's yeah. That, that's kind of big for them. Yeah. Every um, everybody on my team seems to have been hurt, but. I got myself Ricard Raquel to help myself back, so we brought him back. So okay, everybody, yeah, and he's the last couple of games. He's kind of he's picked it back up. He's he's well since he's gotten back from injury, right? He's he's got a couple goals and goals in his last two. Yeah, he's been back for four games. Yeah, goals one and two and on assist. the season. So three, okay, three last three games, four games after coming. All right, see, I think I said that in the last episode. Yeah, fourteen forty-five against Minnesota and minutes of ice there. 14 minutes, 14 45 minutes seconds. Okay. And then he's been back up to, like, over 18 consistently, 20, 19, 18. I like him. So, for Saturday's game... Um, let's break down that 7 nothing yeah, first. Let's, I, let's get into that. Yeah. The Islanders, I don't know. Whenever, like, growing up, I didn't like the Islanders, but, like, I didn't really care for them either because they right. were just so mismanaged ownership down that they were just like despic like whatever blah 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 f the Islanders and like they're just scrubs, and then I was too young for David Volick, so that didn't that would that didn't help things either, and yeah seven nothing and and Chris Letang with the six assists in a yeah. game woo wow unreal let's. Yeah, we've we talked about on the show because of how ridiculous the Eric Carlson trade sounded at first. That you know we kind of forget to appreciate the guys that we do have in their current careers. Yeah. Chris Letang doing something that only Mario Lemieux really does. Yeah, did or you know up there with like those, those names. Yeah, that kind of thing. Anyway, yeah, a couple random names here and there like Ron Stackhouse throughout history yeah. that you know kind of match some feats with and. Yeah, that one's a weird one to me. Um, That's yeah, also a I just think era. He's so he's so underappreciated. Yes, because I, in part, I think because we did win a cup without him, without him playing a single playoff game. I'm not saying that's right, but I uh, I do think that that's what some people use to hold it against him, and I I don't again I don't agree with it, but. I think that 
Yeah, like I said, some people will use that, and there's there's no need for it. The, the, the things the man has play has lived through, and then pl- come back to play through, is just unreal in and of itself. And then to be still at a really high level, but you don't like him because he makes a couple of mistakes a game, in a game of mistakes. You'd be surprised how many Pittsburghers I still hear out there that like whine and criticize about Latang because he was like turnover prone and and, he and injury play, prone. He should play the wing. Like, like people still saying he should play the wing. And it was just like last year I heard somebody say that to my face, and I was like, no, "What are you talking about? He's won three Stanley Cups and like, and then he does something like this from the defensive position where I, he's been." Where he's been, you know, now that Eric Carlson is in town, it takes that main offensive focus away from Chris Letang. Right. Look what it's opening up for him, and maybe, maybe things are starting to click. I think so. Yeah, I, I, I think you know, bringing in somebody like an Eric Carlson. Yeah, that's a, that's a big, big thing for us. But you, you do got to realize that's going to take a, a, adding a piece like that's going to take some time for. For it to gel, plus you're adding a, a second line winger and Riley Smith. I I, I think that that's going to take a little bit of time to gel. Plus, you know that that that's pretty much minus what two guys. That's an entirely new bottom six. So I, I like the direction this team's heading in. Like I said, hitting that up right around that halfway mark in the next few games. I, I like where this team's at. And Valtteri Pustin, and once again, yes. we kind of mentioned him in the last episode. Uh, he's looking like that middle six guy that might be able to fill, like, a, a young role that uh, guys like uh, we had, like, Connor Sherry. Shit, Jake that's and, exactly like, the person I was going to say he reminds me of. Yep. Just a little bit more, with a little bit more skill, I would say. But he's that same kind of cerebral player, but he's smaller as well. Yeah, and he Kinda seems like, like Jake he, Gensel. Yeah, he, he's got the uh, right tenacity right now to try right. and stick around the back end. A guy that uh, is on a cheap contract that this team really needs to step up. Well, yeah, and again, back when the back to back days, that that was what we had is we had the the younger AHL guys coming up and stepping up and playing and filling in these bottom six minutes, and that was really key because the bottom. Or I'm sorry, the the top six was able to go and just do their thing and and really play in the offensive zone and and because they, they knew that the the bottom six was going to be able to you know keep up with the, the the same kind of pace and pressure that they want to play with so i think this will be good for the team it's encouraging yeah especially because you think about i mean yeah sure it's one game but i mean that was a game without brian russ too right so i mean you get him back and then I don't think I don't think Pustin is coming out of the lineup at this point. I think a Drew O'Connor or Redeem Zahorna is going to. Well, yeah, Redeem Zahorna and, also scored in the seven nothing game. But they both looked pretty good last night. Drew O'Connor, I can't remember if it was shorthanded or if we were on the power play, but he had a nice he had a nice uh, take to the net and drove, and drove the puck to the net. I thought it should have been a penalty on the Islanders defenseman, but yeah, I mean, I I I really do think that. This team's heading in in a, in a pretty decent direction. I am quite encouraged. Yeah, uh, especially going into the game, and and especially with the way Tristan Jari played last night, going up against Ilya Sorokin. I mean, yeah, we we got to Sorokin early, but I mean, Jari Jari had to play pretty good early. Don't get me wrong. Goal number one surprised me. Because I've seen that actually. Exact wait, no, call I'm sorry. Before. We didn't get him really early. We had we didn't score until the second period. Yeah, the first period was so that mundane. Was just, yeah, that was they actually dominated that kind of first period was very mundane, like kind of the game you expect. That's the way the Islanders want to play. Yeah, and then we just kind of shifted into we did. I, I don't know. The Islanders just stopped doing what they wanted to do. But like Ricard Raquel in that I've, first goal. Yes. I've seen that goal called the other way. Literally, the 2017 yeah. Stanley Cup Finals. Yeah, I I really thought that that shouldn't have been a goal, in all honesty. I'll take it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if they're going to give it to us, but my, my gut reaction was that's no goal. Yeah, but honestly, it turned out it didn't really matter. 
because we scored six more. They even called that yeah, timeout, right. and then Jake Gensel scored within another, like, 12 seconds. That <laughs> yeah. was nonsensical. On a, on a breakaway. I don't know what that defenseman was doing on that play. I think the, I think the stain of the, the Barry Trotz era might be finally gone from the Islanders. Yeah, I, I think they they moved a little too far away from that style of play, and that style of play is what made that franchise. Granted, they have some good young players, like yeah, I Noah mean, Dobson. Still, Noah Dobson. Well, yeah, that's the part that got me. It was he was the one that made that error on the Genso goal. Yeah, on that breakaway. So I, I mean, that one really had me scratching my head. And then, but, but like I said, I mean, or like you said, they they've got some young guns. I mean, Barzell's my age, so I mean, I get it. That's in your late twenties. Pro sports isn't you know necessarily the youngest, but Barzell, uh, Sorokin. He said Dobson. They 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 got some guys still, so we'll see. They 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 might, they might be starting to put it together. I don't know. Didn't really look like it last night, though. Yeah, they, I mean they keep racking up wins against other teams. Right, but, that's uh, just it. Hey, if this series season series and, starts looking more like this, like in our favor, that's going to swing us in yeah. a nice direction. Well, and, and, we, that was just matchup number one of four against them. Yeah, and I looked, and they they do have a pretty good home ice record. I think I think there were a game or two above five hundred on home ice, which is pretty decent in today's day and age. And um, so to go into their barn and take two points out of there, that's I'll take that. And then if we can, you know, get another two points at home on Sunday against them, that's that's pretty good because I think we were five or six points behind them after. Last night's game, I think. So then we that that got us up to four points behind. So now we're if we can get these two points from them, and then hopefully, like I said, I know you're not going to win every game, so let's be realistic. Get a point out of St. Louis, get two points from the Islanders. I think I think that then you're sitting pretty. I am. Going to the game, so I'm expecting a win. Yeah, well, that's true. I'm just thinking, I'm just being realistic because we don't want to give up points to the Islanders, right? If we're going to give up two points, I'd rather give up two points or a point to the Blues. I I agree with where you're coming from, but I mean, if we if it looks like that against, if I, I mean, yeah, yeah, no, I I don't, yeah, because I I see what you're saying. I like right. This, this, you you want to win, yeah. yeah. Going to the game, like they're going to see me. They're going to they're going to play better. That's not why. Oh, absolutely. Um, they always play better when I'm there. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you are exactly right. <laughs> Except against the Devils, they always play terrible whenever I'm there against the Devils. Guaranteed. So Tristan Jari's goals against average as of right now is down compared to last year. And it his save percentage has gone up a little bit compared to last year. That's that's a good thing to hear after giving somebody five times five. No, so, is this before or after last, last night's shutout? I'm just going off of what ESPN has of right now as of right now. So I would assume that they would already have that implemented, but I cannot give you that information. There's a fifty fifty shot. It's wrong. It could be. It could be down. It could be better. So, but I also don't trust the NHL played page right now either. So we're not going to do that. But yeah. So I mean, he I think did he have four shutouts before last night or three? Three. Okay. Well, he has four on here. So yeah, he has four now. Okay. So this is up to date then. Yeah. All right. That cool. is how the announcer ended the game last night was saying with Tristan his fourth Jarrett, shutout. His fourth shutout. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So he played in 47 games last year and he's played in 23 so far. And it wasn't so like it was an exact. That's like pretty a, much halfway. They didn't like give up either. Right. They're just really bad for Yeah. Like, it just wasn't, it just wasn't pretty for it didn't look two good. and a half periods. They didn't look good. Two periods at least. Yeah, so so halfway through, essentially, for Tristan Jari, his goals against average has gone from a 2.9 to 
and his save percentage has gone from a point nine zero nine to a point nine one six. So I will definitely take that. And his shot the shot attempts is significantly down, I, I would say. Shot shots against rather. Not shot attempts, but you got what I'm saying. I, I don't actually. Are you trying to bash Tristan? No, Jerry no I'm just. I'm saying he, he's 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 having stats. a much better year. Like I, I uh, looking looking at his stats, uh, despite the goals against average being up. No, his his goals against average is down. Yeah. His goals against and save percentages are both down. So I'm saying he's doing well. You're just not paying attention to me. <laughs> You're just zoning out. It's okay. I get it. I'm looking at but the standings. Yeah, his, so, I mean, last year he was up, like I said, to 290 goals against. Not good. But 249, that's right around his C or his average. So, looking looking good for the Penguins. Because I think the, the years where his save percentage was like 250 or under, I think he was an all-star. So, we'll take that. And then Nedeljkovic has played really well as well. So it's not like the Penguins aren't getting good good goaltending as of right now. And I think the 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 scoreboard's starting to show that. And then yeah, so like I said, they're five points out of second place right now for the Metro division behind the um, Islanders and Flyers. Yeah, it doesn't. So you, you it get, doesn't look pretty. I'm okay but, because like, it's because also not bad. This. It doesn't look yeah, pretty the in the standings think, thing because yeah. there's so many well, teams right ahead now, of us. Yeah, but look at look at how small it is in points. I'm not worried about it. Oh yeah, that's that's what I'm and, saying. Like, it's, and then uh, maybe the, not the, the Islanders. Winners, I don't. The Islanders. No, I'm I'm not worried about winning the division. That's the the Rangers are going to do that. Let's. But the Islanders, I don't think, are going to sustain this for the next forty. What forty six games? Sixteen nine and nine. So literally, they're actually you know if you put count the losses together, they're sixteen and eighteen. Right. They're just they're That's just racking I mean. up points where so they're, they're just getting the the overtime losses that we're not getting. They have five more overtime losses. That's that's every single game. Yeah. So they're the five more games that they have lost in overtime. There's our five points right there. So if we can just make it to overtime, cough, cough, that Anaheim Ducks game. Um, That's another, you know what I mean? So I, I like the, where this team is. This team, I think, is on a, an upward trajectory, and I, and I don't think that the Islanders nor the Flyers, maybe not even the Capitals, can sustain it. Now, Ovi does kind of seem like he's starting to come back around finally, but... I don't know. I, I think I think the the Islanders are going down. The Flyers are going down, and probably Washington. So don't don't be surprised to see us, the Devils, and the Hurricanes, all all start kind of going on runs here. Are you sure about the Hurricanes? I I I'm can't not tell if they're their good. Tending, but, I don't think they're good. But I I just think that the way Broad Brindamore has them play is. I don't think I just don't think that the Islanders or the Devils can I'm sorry the Flyers can can keep up and you know, maybe maybe I mean maybe a fifth Atlantic team sneaks in I don't know because let's see I haven't looked at the Atlantic Division race in a minute yeah so it's an ugly it's an ugly looking thing right now but there's still lots to be you know, there's lots building upon to be good like like we said earlier five one and one in the last seven and things you know a little bit of a lighter schedule here kind of considering you know st louis saturday night right islanders well we'll see how we just played against them and then we flip over to the new year and capitals yeah we, well we, we're gonna find out real quick nev that's what i mean yeah we're gonna find out real quick and then, ooh, by the time our next episode comes around, we'll be talking about the Penguins at the Bruins, and and that's a 
pretty big game, man. I mean, so that'll be a big checkpoint for this team. Yeah, I I would have to agree. That's I mean, they they are the top of the Atlantic. I mean, they're they they are not the number one in the league. Wow. Jim Rutherford's Vancouver Canucks are tied for first in the league right now. They are clicking on all cylinders. Sam Lafferty, Casey DeSmith. That's like the Penguins West Coast out there. I know I forgot a couple other people too. But wow, that's crazy. That old man still knows what he's doing somewhat apparently. Oh, yeah. That's why he's still in the game. Mm-hmm. I tell you what, they are unreal at home. I mean, you get a, you get a, a coach like Talk, man. He's going to get those guys playing the right way, and I think, I think he has. You get you get a player like JT Miller to play the right way, a guy like Brock Besser to play hard at both ends. You get a goalie like Thatcher Demko, and that's how you end up with a plus thirty six goal differential, man. Holy shit, that's unreal. And then you you throw in there. Um, who who is it? Uh, L.A. L.A. at a plus thirty eight. Who's their goalie? Cam Talbot and it's I been mostly remember. Cam yeah. Talbot. He's been the one that's kind of taken the yeah. That's helmet kind of, and there. that's unreal. And then you got the Penguins at plus ten. But again, after that, I mean, so I guess you take away last night plus three and so. the Sharks game. Well, no, because I I figured you you. That game and the least game even out seven and seven, right? Or was that ten? I don't think it was seven. I don't think we gave up ten. No, no, no. I'm I'm talking about the Sharks game. Ten. Okay, so I I, I don't know. That's too much. Who cares? Math. Yeah, it's yeah, because it's right an eighty-two now. game season and things are going to happen yeah. in weird and ways. So over over the last ten games, the Pens are five, three, and two. Give me, give me another win in, or two in there instead of the overtimes. Solid turnaround, I, and I think that'll happen. I I don't have much of an issue. Like I said, I I knew that early on was going to be a bit rocky, a bit of a bumpy start, and uh, mm-hmm. there was like I said, there was a couple of games you wanted to get. Fuck you. There was a couple of games where you wanted to get some more, get that that extra point, you know, that Anaheim game, like I said earlier. That that one in particular comes to mind. You want to get at least a point out of that game, that power play late. But the future is bright for the Penguins, and I don't know if we can say the same for the Steelers. What are you talking about, Nev? The Steelers won! Don't you know? Oh, shit, they did. <laughs> Damn it, I'm wrong, guys. My prediction will be wrong this year for the Steelers, and I'm kind of bummed out. Oh, don't you know? That means they're going to the playoffs, obviously. First down, Steelers. First down. Uh, No, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, if they, I I mean, like it's if they make the playoffs, I don't, I don't like that for the team. I feel like if they make the playoffs, I feel like my, that'll get Mike Tomlin to keep his job. And I think that'll just get everybody in front office to go, ah, well, I mean, look, we made playoffs. You know, let's just keep things how they are. Give Kenny another year. You, you know, give give uh, Mike Sullivan a year. And so I, I don't know. I don't know how much of a fan of that I am. I think the, the only two games that they've had – where the offense put up over 400 yards, I think it was, was both games against um, after Matt Canada being fired. I think was uh, Cincinnati games, right? And that was it. There might have been one other game in there. But not anything impressive, if you ask me. The big time Tomlin stepping up against the AFC North predicament that we just kind of learned to expect. Yeah. And then they're going to really try against Please. the Ravens yeah. and... Yeah, I, I don't think that they're going to win this one either. I don't know. Is this Ravens week? No, this is Seattle this week. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. I did hear that. Yeah, they're going to have to score a shit ton. Geno Smith playing this week, or is it um, Drew Locke? I'm not sure yet. Okay. 
I, see, I, I do know at least one team's backup quarterback. That's somewhat of an accomplishment for me. Yay. Congrats. <laughs> it's just because it's, it's like all I've seen is him. Probably just despite us all, though, they'll somehow win this game. And, and stay Watch them, in this they'll win weeks. out. Yeah. I, well, I, I mean, almost it is this week and next week, so. Two more weeks, and then two more weeks of football, and then you're done. Well, you got what th- three or four more, I guess. You'll have playoffs after that. And How many rounds of playoff is there in football before it gets to the Super Bowl? Divisional round. Okay. Wild card, divisional round, right? Yes. Okay. Wild card, then divisional, then conference championship. And then Super Bowl. Okay, so three, four. Okay. And then there's also a gap for two yeah, weeks. Yeah, right. So yeah. For media and all that, right? Pretty much. Between the Super Bowl. And yep. Okay. That See, I, I, I kind of remember some stuff about football. A little bit. Congratulations. Hey, thanks. Con- congratulations. It's, I never said I knew important stuff. Just said I knew some stuff. You know, at least I'm not as bad as somebody you overheard. At least I don't think. What was it? That the Penguins logo now is the original logo? Is that what that was about? Uh, yeah, there was somebody at at uh, shopping out and about. They saw the RoboPen logo. Oh, yeah, it was Saying the that, that was the OG logo. And I had to, I had to set it to, I just wanted to set it to him straight so bad. Like it's not the OG logo, at all. The OG logo, kids, is the scarfed penguin with it, the blue sweater, right? Correct. Yeah. And he's got a scarf, and he looks a little bit like a pussy. Bring like your just, blue scarf. He's back. not a. Our current penguin is at least a little bit threatening. Our current skating penguin. Yeah, it's got a triangle in it. It's it's at least it's got a golden triangle. It's it's you know it's not cartoony. The old penguin logo was car- yeah, it's very it cartoony, was. and he, he kind of looked like a weakling. Like you know what I mean? Like he kind of looked like one of the fat, adorable little penguins that bring a, it back. That a seal would love to eat. They need to bring it back. That's probably why they had the California golden they seals. Need to br- Ooh, they need the to bring penguins. them back. Get rid of the sharks. Bring back the California Golden Seals. Get rid of the Sharks. Nah, the Sharks they already have been wear all right. the jerseys half the time, anyways. They like to bring it back. Yeah, bring them back. Get rid of the, the Carolina. Doesn't need to be wearing the Whalers jerseys. Bring back the San Jose Golden Seals. NHL players can barely afford to live in California, dude. I, I think they're okay. <laughs> I think they can survive. I think they got it handled. You'd think. <laughs> mm, I think they can make it work, yeah. I mean, I know homelessness is a problem in California, but I don't think any of the NHL players are suffering from it. That's facts. Yeah. So I think I think they're making it work, if I had to guess. They're in Vegas, I feel like, would kind of be hard. But, uh... Oh, I'm going to sneeze. Congratulations. Anyways, uh, thanks, Nev, for that helpful topic there. It was good. Yeah, whatever. Where was your sneeze? It didn't happen. So <laughs> I brought it up and then it didn't happen. <laughs> Thank you. Well, you know. Thank you for that topic. Well, contribute. No, I'm just letting you kind of keep running with everything. So I'm just uh, seeing where you go. No, you're good. Go ahead. Anyways. My fantasy teams are out, so like I don't even care what happens with the Steelers at this point. If they make the playoffs, I'm going to suffer through it. It's something about, you know, just embracing some suffer, and and it's weird because then it just doesn't happen. I can't believe Mason Rudolph. He might be. Yeah. He might be the best quarterback well, on the Christmas team. Christmas miracle. Yeah, it's almost like that was. It scripted. was a Christmas miracle. Yeah, it's it's almost like the NFL season scripted, guys. It's not. It, it is, though. Why would you actually think it is? Arian Foster admitted it, man. Yeah. It's true. 
Yeah, no, it's not though, because nobody listens to the context anymore. But but it's a hundred percent true. <laughs> stop being retarded. <laughs> Just stop being retarded. I'm sorry, but if you actually think that I believe that, then I didn't for a okay, second. Okay, good. That's why I just told you to just stop being retarded. <laughs> Tinfoil hot episode. It's okay. No, that, that, we're not even. Cl- that's not even close to what tinfoil hat episode would be about. Oh, believe me, I know. We don't need to go there either. Maybe a, that's probably going to be a summer episode. <laughs> so that way, there's something to do. Because if we learned anything by starting a hockey base related podcast in the middle of summer, that it is. Not bad. a good idea. It's bad. It's a bad yeah, idea. That's not very, especially just like sports in general, when there's no sports going on. At least we're talking about things now. I mean, we we could have, you know, used that information that you, you were telling me about earlier. Which information? Then you, weren't you going to tell me something? About Ron Stackhouse? About, no, it was something on the paper you saw. Yeah, I'm not ready for that segment yet. Oh, well. Yeah. I still want to also, once again, appreciate Chris Letang. Just, again, for his whole damn career and everything he just keeps racking up. Almost 20 years, man, that he's been in Pittsburgh. And all the unbelievable stupid crucifixion still. So, if you learn anything from this episode, kids, Chris Letang is an absolute... I want to say top five penguin of all time, but like such a tight list. Yeah. It's such a tight list, but top two defensemen. I mean, if you take literally the the entirety of a career, I guess so. Like though, you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. I mean, because I mean, at this point, an 18 something year career is more than Yarmir Yager's career, even though. Like, you know, 18 years versus however many years. I know Yager's still playing over in the Czech. NHL career. But right? Yeah. Is that what you're referring to? Yeah. yeah. NHL career with the Penguins. Oh, If you're okay. going to get, like, Got, really yeah, directly yeah. specific okay. about franchise. Okay. Fair enough, then. Yeah, yeah. Season 18. Wow. Where's that time gone? I am old. By the time his... First season would have ended. I would have been eight. People will be begging in this town to have another Chris Letang. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Very soon. Especially like in, in the very near future after he retires, Penguins don't have anybody that can play in the offensive in the offensive zone like he can and then turn around and also be pretty reliable in your defensive zone. You don't see many guys that are offensive-minded defensemen that are also on your penalty kill. That says something to me. I, I get it. That may not mean a lot to a lot of people, but that, that carries weight to some people. All right. Uh-oh. Penguins win, though. I by the I I, I want to just point out huge. I just want to point out though to you my my what I feel like is my importance of being back in the stadium I I feel like recently though this team has been good or very shortly thereafter things have changed we've heard we've mentioned tales of me chanting Ron Hex like just getting being mad at Ron Hextall and the whole arena chanting it. And then he's gone. So, I don't know. I mean, and, and historically, I've been involved directly. You know, all of our encounters of the past, the boys still know me. You think Sidney Crosby forgets a man? Yes. He looks in the eye? Yes. It's a man like you? Yes. <laughs> no way. Not when he saw us as children. I definitely think he would forget you. So the Penguins have four games before we are back in studio. Game one. Win. Loss. Win. Yeah, I know. 
So I'm just I, I I'm have, gonna say the with blues, the Islanders. I have the Blues lose or the Blues winning on Saturday. You have the, the Penguins winning Saturday. I will say the Penguins are also going to beat the Islanders on Sunday, and you agree there. Yep. Ball in. I might have said the Islanders last Tuesday week. Tuesday night. The Penguins are where's that? at home against the Washington Capitals. That's going to be a win. That'll be my overtime loss if we're going to do a base of mathematics as well. All right. And then we ain't talking the, about the Boston one. We're not going to do that one? No. We'll get into that next week. All right. Yep. So then three games. All right. Yeah. We'll say Boston. Lost. Win. I, I think the Penguins are going to get five points in six, in six possible. I said five points in a different way. One, two. Or no. I'm sorry, no. I had the Penguins. Let's see. I have them losing Saturday. Winning against the Islanders. Winning against the Caps. And winning six points. All right. I'll take that. Absolutely. Or maybe they'll just be, I'll get there, and they'll just go on a legendary, they'll just go I on mean, a streak. They, they this do team that, does go streaky, so. If they do that, I'm, I'm okay with it, too, but. If anything, I just, once I, I'm I, there, though, I my prediction is off the table, because they might it's, just, yeah, it's not they might just go, they're going to win. They're going to see, they're going to be fired up, because they'll say, hey, there's that Yin Center guy. Let's get fired up. Whips blue. That Penguins are going to go on St. Like Louis an eight blue. game winning streak. Yep, you watch. But we're already got then, one down. Then, Let's go. They got this. Lego pins. Saturday will be the first. Second. The, well, I mean the first of the next six. Five. Because of that. Okay. Anyway. Thanks. Well, you are welcome. Um, what do? When do the Steelers play? Sunday? Sunday. Sunday. Four o'clock. Um, right in Seattle? Yes. Oof. I, I don't think that that's going to go too well. I think we already kind of said this. Yeah. Well, in case I didn't, the Steelers are going to lose. Just still no, no Minka. Well, Minka's Minka and Kenny and Najee are all questionable. Will win because the suffering because, and the yeah because Mason Rudolph. That's why in the in the middle middle of the pack conference suffering will have to continue before we lose to whoever we have to play in the playoffs. Right? Yeah, we'll get absolutely destroyed. We'll get shit kicked by whoever. Who would we possibly play? I guess I guess it doesn't really. Isn't really known yet, huh? Nope. Lots to be sorted out still. I'm not going to run through all the Boo. clinching scenarios because that'll take me literally yeah, another 22 an minutes. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, fair enough. Steelers are not very good. I don't like it. As they w- I'm coming off a win. They still, still pessimistic on everything. If Joe Burrow was in that game, they would have lost, all right? Right. I think so. Yeah, maybe. Maybe not. I don't know. They play these AFC North teams so good. That de- the defense was really good that game. Yeah. So, uh, you did mention, though, that there was something I did see in the paper. Yeah, yeah what was that? It hit me with it. So, it ain't sports related, so who cares, though? Because it's Greensburg area related, and, you know, why not? And said the district attorney was looking. Granted, I read about the headline and whatever was on the front page because that's probably, you know, that's the most attention-getting words. That's why they're there. Right? Strategically, you got to think of how a newspaper is laid out. Right, yep. It just... uh, yeah, the uh, district attorney stating that they wanted power to, like, trying to get this power to 
edit, like look at this police footage on their body cameras before it comes out. And that that don't that sounds a little weird to me. I I don't I don't dig that. Sounds a little sounds like a good way to manipulate some data, if you ask me, and some evidence. Great way to manipulate evidence. Well, I guess nobody's really asking you though. Probably not. <laughs> maybe maybe some people should ask the question though. I mean, I guess, but I don't know. Before it becomes public, like before it becomes out, because right now in the Commonwealth, you can put, or like you know, police camera footage as soon as it's released to the courts, it's it's out there and it's public knowledge. It would be kind of subverting that public knowledge, like law that we have in place. Uh, you know, it's just kind of a question to ask and think about whenever uh, people think that the district attorney votes don't matter maybe they do maybe they don't i mean i think all these votes matter but you know just kind of something to keep an eye on i hope that uh kind of doesn't happen granted there's more of the article i probably could have read and seen if there's anything else that's probably but you know (laughs) hey i'm just i'm just giving an honest reaction for the average working man who sees, you know, whatever we're told on a daily basis. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not like I personally see that it's just kind of there at work now. And I can pick it up and look at it and see, like, oh, that's what that says. This is what we're to- This is what the big stories are, or so we're told. Big old picture of Mason or Kenny Pickett on the sports section still. <laughs> If Kenny Pickett plays, by the way, I lost as well somehow. Oh, boy. Against, well, I'll probably play against the Ravens. Uh, I got you. Yeah. Yeah, I probably have to agree. Yeah. But anyways. They're, they're, they're kind of good. So that so, was that was a new segment. Though. On, on this day. That was a new segment, though, called where I read the front of the paper. Called This is Where Everybody Turns It Off. <laughs> My my thoughts to the front of the paper. So on this date in Penguins history, <laughs> today, for those that aren't aware, is the 28th of December. So on today, 1974, before Mario Lemieux, before Sidney Crosby, there was one other superstar that the Penguins had, Jean Pronovo. He had both goals in a 2-2 tie against the Washington Capitals. How about that? Goaltender Greg Millen extended his personal unbeaten streak to nine games. Also on today, 1979, by leading the Penguins to a 4-2 victory over the Atlanta Flames. Figured you'd like that, being Atlanta. Retro teams. Yeah. And let's see. Which, by the way, Uh speaking of Atlanta, is, is Kevin Weeks for real? With the Atlanta stuff, you think? Like, is that actually... Is there anything, like, within the last couple of weeks that's come out? Yes. I haven't paid attention to yes, that. Yes, I did see Kevin Weeks within the last week put out a tweet that says, that along the lines of, like, there's these new stadium renovation, like, project designs. I, have, you know what, I have heard that. Yeah, I've heard that. But I've heard that for a couple of months now. And they, they're... Yeah, that they're... I mean, listen. They don't need it. Gary, Gary doesn't care. Gary wants more money coming in. So whatever, yeah. So if Gary can get more money, think about it. Do you think they would just, like, seize operations of the Coyotes at that point? No. No, because the Coyotes are buying land for an arena now, officially. Um, Until it somehow falls through again. So I, I, I got three more today in Penguins Histories, if you'd like. All right. Well, so I'm off. Uh December 28th, 1990, Tom Barrasso made 27 saves in a 5 nothing shutout victory at the Civic Arena against the Red Wings. Do you remember when? No. His first shutout with the Penguins and 14th of his NHL career. December 28th, 1995. Do you remember when? Mario Lemieux had a five-point night. 
one point behind Chris Letang's six-point night. But, you know, still a pretty big deal. He had a goal and four assists and a 9-4 win over the Whalers. That's your team. Yarmir Yager and Penguins celebrity Thomas Sandstrom had two goals and two assists each in the Penguins' 900th all-time victory. So, what, 29 years ago? Today. Do you remember when? God damn, I'm getting old. Another year, that'll be my 29th. Um, and then one year later, 1996, the year I was born. Do you remember when? A rookie netminder recorded his second shutout in three starts in, to improve his lifetime record to 6 0 1 as the Penguins beat the Buffalo Sabres 2 0. Mario Lemieux had one goal and an assist. Who was the goalie? Rookie year was 1996 for the Penguins. Was it Casey DeSmith? <laughs> You're such an asshole. It was Patrick Lelime. There's a throwback. Do you remember where? Second shutout in three starts. That's pretty impressive, especially for a rookie. That was the last one that I had. They used to play sha la 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 I don't think you can sing actual lyrics. I don't think you're allowed to do that at all. That song might be out of public domain by now. Mickey Mouse is out of public domain soon. Yeah, but that was 100 years ago that they wrote it and paid for the rights for it and all that, so... Actually, I think it was like 75 years ago because I think that's how long musical rights are good for. It's not like we make any money off of YouTube anyway. Well, this is true. But yeah, that's that's today in Penguins history. I like the do you remember when. You know, throw it in there. Might have to. I mean, you could probably just get the actual. Nah. I would would prefer the actual song. Eventually. Or just the, like the guitar riff. No, it's got to be Do You Remember When. I, don't, I, I, like, I like the guitar riff idea. If I do it like that, does that work? No, that makes me think you're masturbating while having a stroke. Mm. <laughs> I've heard that's the way some people want to go out, though. I mean, masturbating or having a stroke? Both at the same time. I mean, I feel like people would be okay with masturbating. I feel like not a lot of people, like masturbating and dying, I don't feel like a lot of people would be okay with People that like autoerotic asphyxiation, like, they'll probably like to masturbate and die. You don't think that they, yeah, you don't think that they... Get off to the idea of like dying while they masturbate. I mean, that's literally what they're doing. I mean, <laughs> I, 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 I guess, <laughs> I guess you could ask Robin Williams. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> there's probably a few celebrities you could ask. Probably, I'm sure there's a few alive ones we could ask. Uh, oh yeah, probably, definitely. <laughs> probably like Stevo. That's probably the only way he can get off. I watched him put a fucking needle in his, like, give himself a spinal tap and, like, see how long he could run while he had, like, a paralytic injected in him. Like, like it basically yeah. was like, yeah, he, he, I can't remember what he called it, but he was, like, sprinting back and forth after he got, like, a needle shoved in his back to paralyze him. And then... Just ran back and forth for like five minutes and then just collapsed. <laughs> I was like, oh, that must be what would happen to me if I ran. <laughs> just start running and just start going and boom, <laughs> down. <laughs> it's like all of a sudden just turning into cardboard. Just Collapse. Down. 
Yeah. I mean, that is me if I try to stand up for my wheelchair. So let's not prove that in the studio. Are you sure you don't want to? I don't think they would like that very much because I would probably break something. It might get us YouTube views, though. I mean, I think I could work on some other stuff. All right. Well, I'd like to see what we got planned for that, then. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'll just do the uh, the real-life version of Jackass instead of wearing, like, an old lady mask and going on a um, power scooter with the brakes going out. I'll just go down the main street hill here in town. You know, it'd be funnier if My you still... Breaks! My brakes! As I go down the hill by the YMCA. <laughs> Could be interesting. We have Probably no, not. We have no rights to film, so we would have to get, like, rights from City Hall and all that, I'm sure. Well, it's public property. We could probably film. Just get it done at night. <laughs> I, I don't think... I think that would defeat the entire purpose of filming. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I, I think lights. I think dark would not be good <laughs> to to film. I think we need light. Light, there be light. Light, camera, sound. We've had some action. Man. Barely. The, pe- you know, the penguins had a lot of action. They've given us a fair amount to talk about. Still. They have. Power play seems like it's still shit, but eh, it's eh, you need, who cares when you score seven goals against a team that's been consistently kicking your ass. Right. So I think the real question here, though, is at the end of this episode, it's it's one game in, but do you think that the Barry Trots heebie-jeebies are gone? Hasn't he been gone for two years now? Yeah, but that they still kind of played like a little bit like mm, that last year. I think year. they still do. I just think that last night was a bad example. Okay. first so. period Because, I mean, look at the first period. That's pretty much what I'm going to stick with. Look at, the, look at the first period. They played that period the way they want to play. Sure, they may not have gotten as many offensive chances, but that's the way they like to play. They they don't take very many chances, but they don't give them up either. And that's the Islanders' way. That's the Lou Lamarillo way. And I, I honestly I don't I don't even think it's a Barry Trotz thing. I think it's a Lou Lamarillo thing. I think it's a because I mean the, the the guy still like any player he trades for or signs or whatever they still have to come in. They have to be clean shaven. They have to like it's nineteen ninety, like. I, so I just feel like it's more on Lou Lamarillo than a coach at this point. I think it's Lou's stuck in the 90s. and He's going to make sure everybody to, else is. Yeah, you have to do it this way. This is the way it was done back in the day when that old boys club was all around a big thing. And and now... I've won Stanley Cups this way, and you yeah. better do it. I won Stanley Cups 20 years ago like this. We can do it again. I mean, how way. you got to tell them no, though? I mean, when's the last time he won three rounds of a playoffs? When's the last time the Islanders have won more than, well, I guess it wasn't that long ago. Hmm. Yeah, exactly. Well, they've already hired him and they're paying him, so they have to listen to him. Not our boss. Yeah, thankfully. We got a young, cool one. Yeah. (laughs) We shall see. Indubitably. How this all plays out, I don't know. I, I'm feeling a little winning streak, though. I, I'm let's get hot. I hope so. Yeah, I keep our expectations real around here for for the team, but let's That's go. Let's ready, ready, ready to go. So, yeah, keeping expectations real is. I'm gonna make sure. Yeah, keeping score. expectations real. You're there. They're gonna not perform. I mean, they beat. Let's see. I've been <laughs> to the Wild game. They beat the Wild. And then they lost to the Blackhawks and Blue Jackets. But I wasn't there. So I was, oh, I was going to say, they, if they lost to the Blue Jackets while you were there, you're definitely no, no, no. Charm. No, the last, no, that was the next two games after I was there. Gotcha. Uh, that was because that ended the season then. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my buddy was actually. The, Dave, the Oilers Davey. game, too, that, that yeah, wasn't that good. Was good. Yeah, Davey was just telling me how mad he was. That like uh, that they beat us that night. 
It's like, I mean, you guys still got a pretty good draft pick. <laughs> maybe he'll be good. Maybe this one will be the one. Maybe he'll be Let's your Rick hope. Nash, Dave. Let's hope. They could use it. Let's hope he stays there. Unlike Patrick Lyonet, Pierre-Luc Dubois. Well, I guess Lyonet's still there, but I don't think he wants to be. Other than Pierre-Luc Dubois, we'll say. Cool. Yep. Let's go pens. Let's go pens, yeah. Go pens. And you're you're still hating on the Steelers. You're still rooting for losses. I mean, I'm wrong. I'm going to be wrong. My prediction's wrong now. But still, I think think they are going to lose out. I want them to prove us wrong and actually be good at this point. I'm not so like, care. like I said. I'm not really surprised that they beat the Bengals. No, if the Bengals had Joe Burrow and, the, and we would have won, I th- I would be a little bit more impressed. But oh. a, a quarterback like what Jake Browning's his name? Uh, yeah, you know. We can get some pirate news for the people. Oh, um, yeah, they Other uh, than they're not going to pay people. No, right now there's some great news for them. Great. Let's end on some negativity. They are interested in Adam Frazier and bringing him back. <laughs> They're going to bring him back. He probably didn't even... I think he got DFA'd at some point last year, which is like Major League Baseball's term for cut. And, hey, you got to get a nice, you know, veteran second baseman. Let's bring Andrew McCutcheon back. Let's bring Adam Frazier. It's 2017 all over again, guys. We're going to make the wild card. We're going to have the the Cueto chance, the blackout at PNC Park, and uh, it's going to be glorious. That was longer than 2017. It's going to be Bucktober. Whatever. I'm trying to be. Oh my god, yeah, that was ten years ago. I was trying to be more optimistic for Pirates fans. Holy shit, that's been ten years already. Since the last time they made playoffs. Well, since the Cueto chant game. Yeah, but when's the last time they made playoffs after that? Like, they made it two more years after that. Okay. And it wasn't really making the playoffs. They made the wild wild card. card. That's like a one game play in. Yeah, right. But they have since expanded the the field. for the city, that's a that's a win. They have since expanded the field for Major League Baseball, so that's why the uh, the Diamondbacks were in the World Series, right? After, but maybe it gives them a shot. But uh, Adam I Frazier, mean, if anything, the, the Diamondbacks situation gives me hope. But also, it's been. We'll call it seven years since the Pirates made the playoffs, and then another what twenty five before that, right? It was like early nineties. They, they've been bad for a so, while, yeah. and so that's it's, why that's why bringing back a guy that was on a lot of bad teams is going to help. They should probably bring back like Rob McCowiak too in that mix. Yeah, let's bring back uh, Jason Kendall. You know, I think I think he'd be helpful behind the plate. Ironically enough, probably. Um, uh, <laughs> Francisco Cervelli would probably be very helpful. Uh, you know, um, what was his name? Sean Rodriguez. I think he'd probably still be helpful. You know, these these guys are good play, quality baseball players. Oh, yeah. He's he's out there still. We can get him. Yeah, exactly. Bring them all back. Bring, yeah, bring them all back. Bring, uh, that- bring El Toro back. He can play third base. And then, and then just stunt all the development of all these other young guys you have. Yeah, you know, because you don't have Key Brian Hayes. You don't have, what's the the giant dude's name, O'Neal Cruz. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, let's, let's definitely not play good young talent that can improve. Yeah. Yay, Pirates. So, bring back Adam Frazier to, so they can see how a real winner does it. Great, great way to end the show. Yeah, some good old bucko some news. Good old, good, good old bucko negativity. I'm having a stroke. I can't talk today. I mean, <laughs> you sure did a pretty good job at talking all day, though. Well, 20 minutes of it anyway. Yeah, you had a nice monologue there that I couldn't even find a way to get in. <laughs> all right, let's get out of here. I don't got anything else. I don't know about you. 
I just don't. I, we, once again, just the we DA. About, yeah, the we DA, talked about Gino. Okay, no, time, no nobody cares about the weird, DA. Weird. So don't do that. Gino. Gino. We said about him being second most all time in goals by a Russian-born player. There you go. Latang. You did not say that actually. Oh, okay. So yeah, Gino passed uh, Sergey Fedorov last night for second most goals yep. scored by a Russian-born player. Latang. Uh, tied for six or tied for most in most points in a game by a, a Penguins player and most points in a period by an NHL defenseman. Woo! What a week! All right, we'll see you in all next week and uh, let's see if the Pens are on a roll yet. We'll take the number one defenseman. Let's go, Pens!